Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Stumbling Peons, where two peons stumble the way across topics they know next to nothing about. Today is a special episode, ladies and gentlemen. There's a new member to the peons. Uh, you know who I am, David, and today we introduce... Hi, guys. I'm Melissa. Very nice to meet you. Um, hope I hope my standards are okay for y'all. We, we have low standards here, so it, we're, we're good. They, they, they come to expect nothing but the worst out of us. So all 10 of our audience members. Actually, hang on. How many audience members? I think we have like 10. Yeah, about 10, 20 people so far. We're, we're, we're a slow, slow burn podcast. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes those are the best. Once, you know, you just get up and go. Just do it on your own. Well, essentially, um, I am going to do some advertising soon. I'm, I do want to look into. I'm going to go into Fiverr and see if I can get some people to design me a couple things for the show. I want a new image and some music. Uh, oh, so welcome to the show. Um, basically speaking, it's a very simple. Sh- format we talk a bunch of shit and yeah there may be some googling involved <laughs> googling. if That's we really need fun. to know what a topic is and we're discussing it so yes uh, can you hear me I can Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So. <clears throat> I know we did an audio check before, but, you know, there's always technical issues yeah. that happen there. But then. There's a couple of things. Maybe all right. This is a, this episode. Our main episode's Wednesday. So, probably Thursdays. Okay. Okay. Yep. Today is Thursday. It is actually April Fool's Day. Mm. Actually, okay. Well, I'll figure out how to. I'll figure out a time for uploading these episodes, and because like the the regular episodes are like Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, depending on how lazy I am being. Because <laughs> I don't do any edits. All I do is the only thing I edit out for episodes is just uh, any long silences. Then other other than that, they just just stays up. <laughs> that way, people get the raw experience. All right, so uh, sorry. Yans. <laughs> Uh, before oh well, before we get started, I want to thank Anchor FM for hosting the podcast, for doing all the work for me. We're putting it out there so everyone can hear this terrible little show, but we still thank you all the same. We so have you watched any anime lately? Hmm. So you okay? So. 
currently speaking, you and Lachey are my anime people. You two, she she talks about anime I've never heard of. Okay. So, and you, I know you also watch a lot of anime as well. So what have you watched lately? Um, the last anime that I was watching was Demon Slayers again. I love that series. It is, is that, really good. Is that the one where I keep seeing an image of a guy with a big boar head on his face? Yes. That's no Okay. Is that is that like his actual head or is that a helmet or something? <laughs> it is. I don't want to ruin a lot because that's part of one of the plots that's more surprising hmm. about that one. Um, he is one of my favorite characters. He is very brash. Um, I believe I said that word right for some reason. I'm not wording things correctly today. It's really weird. Zenetsu <laughs> um, is the blonde character. He's hmm. um, out of the three, Kanjiro, Zenetsu, and Osuke. Those are the orders that you meet them in. Zenetsu um, grinds my gears a lot but he's one of those characters that you want to hug because you feel so sorry for him but at the same time you're like can you stop the whining the there's whining a lot of animes that that's one of the biggest things i can't get into uh the, well i i hear it gets better but like naruto okay. is one of those where he spends a good 90% of the time in the first series just whining. I get it. It's meant to be character development. It's just... Uh. <laughs> there's, there's some other animes. Well, that... Even, even Tanjiro spends a lot of the first few episodes screaming and whining. But you got to think about kids being their age, being thrown into all of this suddenly. Well, yeah, but they grew up in it, though. They grew up in a village. village wait, wait um, uh, well, the no. one I'm talking about in general, like Naruto, for example, he yeah, grows Naruto, up in a yeah. village of ninjas. What else do ninjas do? They kill things. <laughs> so they why kill, is he surprised they that they're killing people? <laughs> and David said, "I'm not entirely familiar. I just know of. I keep seeing the little, um, the guy with the pig head all the time." He seems, mm -hmm. to be a, he seems to be the uh, face of the show. Yeah, actually, he, him and Tanjiro, and um, cannot forget the waifu. Oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget him. Wait. I forgot her name. That is so horrible. What in the world? Is it Bob? It's Bob, isn't it? Can we cut this part out? <laughs> nah. It, we're, we're the stumbling peons. We stumble. That's part of the charm. I am a major stumbling peon. Good. Um, let's you'll figure this out. You'll, really you'll fit right in. That's what Google is for. <laughs> Mizuko. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> Mizuko. 
her storyline is heartbreaking, but she's an amazing character as well. Um, I actually cannot wait to see the Mugen Train movie for it. Um, it is a top seller. It has topped all the charts in Japan. Um, the fans are just rotate, like vibrating with excitement just to see this. Uh, oh, Japan. That they've done things, they're doing things that it's just baffling right now. So now they're trying to pass a law in Japan where you can't even uh, write manga dialogue online anywhere. Yeah. Japan, <laughs> we, you have people wanting to pay for your shit and loving your shit. If you're going to put such crazy restrictions on it, then no one's going to... It's like they only want their manga and anime and stuff to just be in Japan and nothing else anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But that's... Uh, mm. So, you're just gonna. Mm, mm. I have a challenge for you, David. Before April 23rd, mm. I want you to watch Demon Slayers. If I have time. <laughs> <laughs> At least just a little bit so you can get the understanding of it. Um, I had Funimation, but I let it go because I've been working so much. So, it's, it's so my, my choice is watching that or playing a game. It's on uh, Netflix. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Mm-hmm. I do have Hulu, actually. You have? Actually, I have, I have way too many streaming services. but Yeah, I feel that one. I would like one streaming service <laughs> instead of 30. There's way too many streaming services now. I'm just putting but that out there. I can't agree on a thing. Well, then agree. <laughs> You're still getting a ton of money for stuff. <laughs> but I digress. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it's only loose. All right. But I think back to the topic really quick. What I was wanting to say earlier about Demon Slayers. Um. Mm-hmm. I love the attacks. I love... Um, it's like an ancient wall scroll style of attacks. Is it the typical anime thing where they scream out the name of the attack as well? Um, he has stances that he goes through. That's his attack. But they don't have like certain names. Really? Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where they do the uh, destroyer attack bubble beam. <laughs> um, he does say the name of the stance as he's going through it, mm. but sounds... it's not as annoying as a lot of others. Oh no, I, I wouldn't say it annoying. I'm just it's a very common trope in anime. I've noticed. And, and actually, it's funny. A very American cartoon was um. Jackie Chan Adventures, if you recall that one, there was a villain oh, yeah. who was it was a regular villain during the second season or whatever. He had the red hair, or whatever. But anytime he would attack, he would name through his various kung fu stances and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, I remember. What him. was his name? Oh God! Here we go for Google. Yeah, indeed. 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> the Adventures Demons. Uh, Hakfu. There we go. Oh yes, Haku. Ah, Haku. Haku. Interesting. John DiMaggio voiced him. Because of uh, course he did. I John was Di- actually watching that again recently. Actually, I like the second season. Although, I, when when uh, James Hong is in there, but it is weird how they very quickly downplayed the. Valmont and the dragon is in turn by the end of the series the dragon was nothing compared to everything else <laughs> uh, let's see James Hong as you were saying he voices Alan Wong yeah James Hong does a lot of stuff <laughs> he does he's done a lot of animated stuff and, and movies as well he's 89 Jesus all right <laughs> All right, let's see. So I finally got a hold of oh, my mic's glitching out. If my mic glitches on occasion, it's because I may have a loose cable. I gotta actually take the time to fix up, but it's mm-hmm. all right. Um, so I finally got a hold of a PS4 after many you have attempts. Finally joined the Sony. Well, you know, yeah, it's funny. Have, I, how long? I, I, how long did you get that PS4? I'm well, sorry. I mean, not for lack of trying. Just been busy with other things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. So, well, it's funny because I get it at the end of its life, really. But that's fine. All the, all, all the games I want to play are cheap now. So, and there's nothing out for the new systems anyway. There's like five games in total for each. So, and everything else is like, a port or an upgraded version of it. <laughs> so I, I'm not in a hurry to get the newer ones. Not that you can anyway, because scalpers and people stupid enough to pay scalping prices. Which, by the way, just a little side rant. If you as a consumer are dumb enough to pay double the price for a PS5, you deserve to be ripped off. You can do what most normal people do and wait for it to come back in the stores and do not give the scalpers any power. You are the reason the scalpers keep getting money because you buy the shit from them. Rant over. We normally <laughs> wait like a year. I know. I'm not saying you, but I'm, I'm yelling at the consumers. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to bother for another year or so so they any extra kings get worked out. and Also, because there's nothing to play. Um, there's some quite some few new games going to be coming out for the PS5 and everything and you know um, Cyberpunk 2027 came out it was supposed to be a next gen game but they fucked it up the people wanted it the fans wanted it for they wanted it faster so they went ahead and put it out on the PS4 they should never have released it on current gen consoles they it should have been what they could should have done, PC first, then take that extra development time to release it on the con- new consoles. Don't even bother with the last gen because it was meant to be a a big next gen game. 
with all these lights and buzzes and whistles and blah, 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 everything. But somewhere along the line, something happened. And now you got all these people bent out of shape. Don't get me wrong. It's a gorgeous game to go through. I mean, just the details and the graphics that they put into it. Um, you know, your options that you get to go through. You can, you know, go through your gender. You can choose gender. You don't have to have a gender. You can have character designed on how you want. Uh, but the bugs that were with it were just yeah. horrible. Um, there was actually one that was so severe that was causing seizures. Uh, the brain dance, when it came out first, it was actually causing people to have seizures. And, you know, as someone with epilepsy, that's, that's a scare when we go through and playing games. Because... Um, that wasn't really, I don't think there was much warning about that until I mean, after thing came to. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm probably going to wind up still playing it on my current gen just to see how it is. Because they, okay. they are patch 1.2 has been announced. And... Do not get me wrong. I'm absolutely saying, I'm not saying do not play it. Because oh, like no. I said, it is a gorgeous game. It is still, you know, there's things that could have been better on it, but for what they had time and the, the pushing and the pressure from everybody, they did great still. Was it what uh, they wanted to really? No. I, I'm not going to hold it against CD Projekt Red too hardly, harshly. I mean, their past games have still been great so shit's gonna happen mistakes are gonna happen oh um, the witcher is one of my all-time favorites i like three i didn't care for the first one two is not bad but three is fun it's yeah <laughs> uh, you know this is gonna be it's gonna sound funny but there's so much too much fucking content <laughs> in the base really game there's so much shit to do I mean, usually all the quests wind up being very samey, but that's true with any open world game. Which, by the way, open world games, not every game release needs to be open world developers. <laughs> Sometimes I like a good linear adventure. God of War gets that right. It's just open enough for you to do a little nook and cranny exploration, but it still keeps you on track. Have you played the latest God of War? I started it, but I've been playing Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Spider Man's awesome. I'm, Have you been playing one, right? Not the Miles Morales one. I'm, no, yeah, I'm playing the main one, Game of the Year version. Okay. Um, I've been I've been doing a lot of the side stuff. I might uh, try to platinum it, but those time challenges are a pain in the ass. I'd say the Taskmaster stuff. Um, I'm waiting to fight another villain, though. I'm, I'm hoping I'll fight one soon. <laughs> oh, you do. You do. Because so you... far, uh, I've fought Electro. I'm mean, not Electro, but Shocker, which, yay. Mm -hmm. And then right now, I'm tinkering with the... So I I'm thinking the game's going to be a lot longer than I think it is, because I'm currently 
dealing with uh, Martin Lee right now. Yeah, there's a lot of side quests. This game is taking a really interesting story note. Like, they've done things, they've combined future stories and other story ideas into one little universe. Like, him and Mary Chain have already broken up once. Mm-hmm. And she's a reporter now. He's no longer a reporter, but he's working for Dr. Octopus. I mean, well, Octavius. Oh, oh for any listeners, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, eh. spoilers eh. about Dr. Octavius. Look, guys, plot twist. Darth Vader's Luke's father. Uh, no. But, like, I, like, I know where that story is going, but it is interesting they're playing uh, they've added in a sickness to Octavius rather than just him getting the shit fused to him and then suddenly becoming a criminal. You slowly watch him. He's losing motor function. Mentally deteriorate as well as physically. And he comes to that point where he feels like he's pressed to do it. Like he wants to continue, but he's running out of time. Um, but yeah, and I still got the DLC to go through, which is quite substantial. Oh yes, I I'm I don't know if I like the redesign on Tombstone, but he doesn't look as goofy as he did in the comics, though. I'll, I'll give it that. He does have kind of a goofy face in the comics, so it's not a terrible redesign. Um. I, I understand why they didn't put Venom in it, and I'm kind of glad they didn't. So when they do make a sequel, oh, uh, I'm betting they'll throw Venom in there. That's something that you need to keep an eye on. I'm going to let you know that. Alrighty. Oh, so, anyway, we were talking about uh, Cyberpunk there for a moment. So, I'm not going to read all of this, because this is a novel's worth of patch changes but patch 1.2 holy holy fuck balls guys this is the amount of shit they're going they're they're fixing right here in this patch oh i mean it's amazing on what they've done with this patch um we have it for the plate we have it for the pc as well and our patch has been our system has been patched already um the funniest thing is they patched the sleeping from what my husband has told me. He's played it a lot more than I have. Um, apparently, when your character would lie on the bed to go to sleep, he would be off the bed. Huh. Floating in the side. Well, maybe he's psychic. <laughs> right? His eyes would close. But it would still say that he was laying down flat. So when his eyes closed, it would look like a lizard's eye just closing with the slits. It was really interesting. Um, some of the major patches. I'm on cyberpunk.net as we speak at the moment. Interesting. NCPD spawn radius for when you have committed a crime has been increased. So, if you like to go around playing 
doing crimes and everything and shooting random people, which I don't recommend, but you know, I mean, the game, but that's how you do it. Yeah. (laughs) But I I always play the villain in games that allow me to do so. So I usually take the, uh, uh, what's it called? Oh, what was it called? Uh, the Rogue, Rogue Renegade. There we go. Mm-hmm. Paragon of Renegade. I, I use the Mass Effect terminology. I usually go the Renegade route. Though that said, for for the sake of story, sometimes I'll play through the other uh, story. Um, I do know they increased difficulty with the gang fights that you go through across the city. Um. I'm just looking through. There's a whole list. I'm just going through and see what I see right now. Um, if a civilian is running from the driving player, could react incorrectly. They fix that. Um, breach control was not working correctly against Sasquatch. They fixed that as well. Hmm. Oh, here's something important. Cyber psychos and mini bosses are now immune to tranquilizer rounds and system reset quick hacks. That's going to be very interesting. Because I know my husband used that a lot with a lot of his characters. You can adopt a cat named Nibbles. Sure. Interesting. The gorilla arms damage has been increased by 20%. Yeah. You know, they decided to make this game a lot harder now with what I'm seeing. Interesting. Well, I mean, it sounds like people are having too easy of a time. (laughs) Yes and no. Hmm. Uh, I think Mike had it beat within like two to three days the main storyline but you know he just he just runs through games he goes to the storyline first and then he goes back through and then he does all the extra side quests eh I like to do side quests before that way as I get closer to shit I'm, I have more abilities and stuff unlocked uh, what games are you most looking forward to play on the PlayStation 4 now that you have one or the next gen system that actually, you're looking for? I've actually bought most of them I have right now. <laughs> like right now, mm-hmm. I'm playing through Spider Man. I got God of War. I'm going to play through. Uh, after those two, I want to dive into Bloodborne a little bit. Oh, Bloodborne. I've already got Bloodborne. That's... I just haven't, I just have to dive into it. <laughs> Well, let me know. We'll be glad to get on the system and help you out on that one. Because that's um, a very fun multiplayer game. If you know how to play Dark well, Souls. I, st- I did start it, and I'm going with a um, the, the Saul Cleaver and Blunderbuss build. And I went with uh, the Violent thing. It's, you know, when you're choosing your 
like, like title thing, whatever. It kind of helps determine your stats. I went with the violent nature, I think, for the added strength. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, I'm going to throw out a series of philo- philosophical questions, and we will either answer it or find it boring and move on to another question. All right. Well, these claim to be philosophical, but... Uh, mm. Well, this will be a pretty too. simple one. Probably very interesting. Should full access to the internet be a fundamental right? Full access to the internet. What do you mean by that? What do you... Access to the internet. That's pretty much it. Actually, I... Pretty much, yeah, because so much of our life has to revolve around using the internet now. Like, you can't just apply for a job in person anymore, even before the elephant in the room came about. You literally, most applications are online, except for maybe some small mom and pop businesses. Um, I feel like internet access should be a given. Now, the problem with that, though, if if it becomes a utility is people are going to try to control what you do on it. So it's oh, a bit of a slippery... trying to do that as we speak. Um, but so. um, I think so, it's important. Uh, I do think the internet's nice. Um, there are some things on the internet, of course, that should not be going on. And um, I really don't want to get into those topics at this moment. But... You know, I like how they've been doing digital schooling um, at home. I was homeschooled and I did mine by computer program, a software that was installed by a disk and sent off to, um, it was by switch on schoolhouse. And it was really nice. And I completed my high school by doing that since I was homeschooled. Um, the Zoom classes, I haven't, this is my first time actually using Zoom. I'm gasped. This 2021 is my first time using Zoom. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it should be available for people, but I know a lot of companies see it as not a necessity, but, you know, it's something that it's a want more than a need, but as you go further and further into it nowadays, the internet is becoming an everyday thing that we need, whether it's to keep in touch with our family during this pandemic. Um, a lot of people get the news through it, which do be careful where you get your news, but. Well, uh, be weary of news in general. <laughs> I know, right? Um, they all pad that up like it's nothing. So it looks like we're mostly in agreement. Yeah, it should be available. <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, hmm. Do forgive me if I seem a little hyper. I am on a coffee high right now. Coffee is my friend. My my blood is mostly caffeine at this point in my life. So, well, question for you: Who's inspired you to be the geeky person that you are today? 
no one. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I, what, I didn't. What brought you into uh, me? <laughs> I, I mean, I just had to search it myself. <laughs> like, uh, you don't have like a favorite game from your past that brought you into the world of gaming or my very first game that I played that brought me into this was Kingdom Hearts, actually. And Kingdom Hearts just had their 19th anniversary just the other day. It's almost 20 years old. So when you say first game, are you talking about the absolute first or the first one you really played, played, or just in general? I really played, played. You know, I played a lot Hmm. on the Sega Genesis. That was my very first personal console that I had. Um, I didn't have a lot of popular games around there. I had Monopoly. I had Clue. Um, I had a basketball, the NBA games. I started way back on the Atari, but my first actual main console was the NES. Um, there's quite a number of games that I sunk my teeth into. One of my, my, one of my actual favorites is uh, Low G-Man on the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, like enough that if I get any of my game development off the ground, I would love to remake that game. But add in some enhancements to the low G part. <laughs> uh huh. Because the low G part of the game is your ability to eventually jump higher, which doesn't really add much to the actual <laughs> gameplay. Because <laughs> most because it's a most of the action is single screen and. You don't really, anytime you jump super high, you're just going to hit the top of the screen. There are a couple levels that you can go high up into, but even when you jump that high, it's still not enough to reach like some of the secret areas. So the low G part is a weird (laughs) part of it. But it's still a great game. As far as games on the NES that I stuck with for the longest time, uh, Conflict is one of them, which mm-hmm. is a very, very uh, crude kind of tactical army type game. Yeah. So you build like a little helicopter. You have a little factory. You build helicopters and it takes t- so many turns for it to produce one. That reminds um, me of... Um, that one's also one of my Mary, favorites. Command and Conquer games, almost like that. Um. That's funny. If I had to talk about my actual first game, oh god, I want to say it was some sort of arcade game. That's the earliest thing I can maybe remember. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what the game was. Maybe it was Golden X. I could be very wrong (laughs) because I don't really remember anything about it. But as far as games that I finally like started playing playing like during my youth when playing the nes uh the biggest game on that that i really sat down and took the time to really play through it was godzilla um for those that don't know about godzilla on nes the way the game works is it's kind of a tactics game kind of you move your character on a little board and then wherever you stop at the end of that turn for each of those characters because you control Mothra or Godzilla and they each move up to like three slots. Some parts of the map makes you move less. 
Um, but when you land on that character at the end of that particular character's turn, you play through a level. And all the levels are pretty much exactly the same on each board. But what's interesting is, like you say, the first map you had to fight Mogura in a lesser-known squid character monster. That's I don't think even think it was part of a Godzilla movie, but it was set in the Toho universe. And then the second board, they add another monster. And by like the third or fourth board, they start adding in more of the iconic monsters in there. Eventually leading me up to Monster Zero or Ghidorah. So are you talking about Godzilla Monster and Monsters? Uh, for NES? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I know, I, and it wasn't until many years later I found out there was a sequel. But, well, loosely based sequel <laughs> it's not even the same kind of gameplay let's see you were talking about a squid monster yeah he, he's not even he's tech i don't believe he's technically a uh, godzilla villain the azora uh, maybe i'm looking up the characters right now because i've actually not yeah godzora it's literally just a giant squid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where he comes from. It's technically not... I don't think it was... And there's another monster in there that's not really a... Well, excuse us for getting this wrong, but he's not a squid per se. He's a cuttlefish, which is actually really funny. I, I get a laugh about that name, cuttlefish. These are not things you want to cuddle. Uh, it's it's a trap. He, he's a he's a pure, Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Space amoeba is where he was originally from. So any American audience would not have known what that is. Oh no. It is a. He is the antagonist of a 1970 Toho film, Space Amoeba. Which now I need to find a copy of because I love all things Toho. <laughs> I have a. Collection of Godzilla movies, so. but yeah, he appears oh, in that, and he also appears in the uh, in one of the movie, which is Final Wars. But it's not even like a new footage; they just took and used some old footage to throw it in there. And there's another monster in that game that's not technically part of it. Uh, oh fuck! What's his name? Oh, well, it's not. It's not important. Point is, that's the first game that I really delved into that I can really think about, even with passwords and stuff. That game had a long password. Um, I don't know. I, did you have a? You said Kingdom Hearts was your main first game you played, right? Or it was. Um, my cousin it, and I. That's actually how we first technically started bonding as cousins we found out we were both playing it at the same time and so we would have these super long phone calls as we were trying to go through um the levels with each other <laughs> thank goodness for at that time unlimited minutes mm. uh, it was during that time frame um we actually beat kingdom hearts one within an hour of each other she beat me to it, and then I was still having an extremely hard time with that Riku fight. Riku, oh. 
Um, if you're, if you're under leveled a little bit, he, he can be a bit of a pain. <laughs> uh, I had to fly around like almost the whole battle. Land, smack him, fly around again, smack him. Because when he was in his heartless form, it was uh, it was a fun battle. But just uh, actually um, want to change the topic on that for just a second. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard, but they are making a apparently a live action Yu Yu Hakusho series for Netflix. Uh, they are uh, actually in contact though with Toho on how it needs to be done. Wait, so wait, Toho is that's Toho Studios behind this? Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Can Toho give me some more Godzilla stuff <laughs> from Japan? <laughs> I want some newer Toho Godzilla adventures. Not well, another Shin Godzilla, though. We have a um, new Godzilla movie that just came out. I think it was yesterday. Right, but that's not Toho, though. That's not. No, it's not Toho. Godzilla vs. Kong was interesting. I watched that last night. They they did some weird stuff with Godzilla, which I don't mind. But from the last two movies, he didn't move like that. <laughs> no, they they animated him quite a bit. And Kong, well, all right. Spoilers alert! If you don't want to hear about this, have you watched it? Or what? Uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. No, no. Um, oh, okay, Never that's more that. my stepdad stuff. More than it is for me. Kaiju, kaiju stuff is awesome. I'm just. <laughs> well, I, I just the what I thought they were gonna do as I was watching it didn't quite. It looks like they were toying with the idea. So either we're going to get a Mecha Ghidorah in the next one, or I'm not sure how that's gonna. <laughs> It's so the villains are so just straightforward, but it's 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 how it works in kaiju movies. So I'm not going to fault that part. It's just ah, they make their they make their villainy known like right up front as the movie goes. Um, but man, Kong, (laughs) you got you got to learn to fight better. Granted, you're fighting a, a lizard that outweighs you considerably. So, without even thinking about what you've known since you've seen it already, mm-hmm. when you first went into the movie, who did you think was going to win that one? Uh, well, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla is the king of the monsters for a reason. So, I, speaking of a kaiju movie, I actually did watch I, I think Kong would be considered one but I did watch Kong Skull Island like the Tom Hiddleston one that came out yeah Skull Island Kong yeah I did watch that and yeah it, it's in the it's in the monsterverse is what they're calling it, it now it startled me because I have an unprecedented death terrifying fear of spiders Oh, uh, so it's interesting. 
that spider is a throwback to um, an old uh, Godzilla villain. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I oh. did not know that. See, that's actually really interesting. Oh, uh, what's his name? Kuma. Kamanga? I think Kamanga. Yeah, Kamanga. Kamanga is a spider villain. He appears in Son of Godzilla and eventually destroy all monsters. Let's see. Uh, Giant bamboo spider. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to look it up. Let's see what we're dealing with here. Okay, how do you spell it? Come on. Oh, here. I'll just show you. He's a comically... He's very comical looking. So He's very goofy looking. I will send it over Zoom. For members of the audience, oh. just look up Kumanga. Uh, Kumanga. Okay. K-U-M-O-N-G-A. Yep, that's it. Ooh. I mean, it, this is the older, the older version, so he's very goofy looking compared See, to the manga. First appeared in Toho's 1970, 1967 film *Son of Godzilla*. Yeah. Although which is, which it was the main antagonist, it also helped save the world in the following year's Godzilla film, set in 1999, *Destroy All Monsters*. I mean, kind of. It's, it's <laughs> hey. also in English called Piga. S P I G A. Eh. He's Kumanga. <laughs> but yeah, those bamboo spiders. I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, he threw a tree and impaled somebody. No. Ah. It was a leg. That's not Kong style. Kong. Stomps. <laughs> well, and the reason why he knew when he throws things, but I'm gonna get slammed on this so bad. But that was my very first Godzilla King Kong. I, I... monster movie that I can actually remember. I highly suggest watching the classics. They're generally pretty cheap. Actually, if you get a like a free month or subscription to HBO Max, they're on there. Oh, yes. Okay. We're going to have to start wrapping up. Oh, is it already that time already? Yeah, it is, unfortunately. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the newest, newest member to the Stumbling Peons. No, this is not replacing Lachey. This is just a secondary discussion with another friend. Uh... You've actually been trying to get me on here for a, a quite a while, and due to you know how things have been, it's just taken forever. But you know, it's nice to actually finally be on here. Uh, I haven't been podcasting actually for quite a few years, so this is a good way to break that re-break that ice. It feels like. So, so the next episode will have well. I don't know. We don't really discuss it. I don't know why I thought about that. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Stumbling Peons, and usually at this point... Oh, oh, that's right. You don't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotta do the extra a little differently then. Uh, 
Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Once again, thank you, Anchor FM, for hosting this wonderfully poorly done podcast. And until next time, goodbye. Bye.